That countdown was like D. Sarcina's wave through with Cano. We're live. I don't see now it. Live, we're man. live. We're live. Oh, we've been actually live for 15 seconds. It just popped up. There it goes. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Put It in the Book show. Presented by SportsTalk.com. Uh, you got a little scenes going on there. Yeah, definitely a little bit behind the scenes there. Um, let me just get get rid of this thing. I am Steve, your 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 buddy, your pal. During the good times and the bad times, I got Ooh, Rodriguez. I'm going to switch this a little bit. Rodriguez down here. That's me. I and I'm friend. Point to point to oh, your man. point to your left. And I got Keith. <laughs> To my left, and really behind the scenes, back in a producer role is producer Joe, uh, Whammy Joe, uh, as as we've been calling him uh, lately. Um, we're a couple weeks into the season now. We got a lot to talk about, uh, mostly bad stuff. To be honest with you, mo mostly some uh, some rough rough goes of it. Uh, but what we're going to do first uh, is. Head over to Mr. Lara's to my left so he can talk about a Brooklyn water coffee. And he's gone. <laughs> Brooklyn water coffee <laughs> from your restaurant to your front door. Uh, check them out today www.brooklynwatercoffeeroaster.com. There is a ton of amazing flavors on there and just regular coffee if you're not into the flavors, such as a medium roast coffee which is hands down their most popular coffee uh off the top of my head i have no idea where those beans come from but somewhere like south africa and other exotic wonderful places that make those beans taste extra really really extra good uh once you order them they are roasted to order uh so you get your coffee nice and fresh you can order auto drip you can order whole bean whatever makes you happy whatever floats your boat uh there's also a ton of delicious flavors uh such as dark roast dark chocolate it is a delicious chocolatey flavored coffee um and i think chocolate right how many calories comes in that again Frachi, i forgot Zero. Oh, snap. Uh, there's also Winter Wonderland, uh, Morning Wood. Uh, Morning Wood is actually really good. It has a, um, I think, honey goat weed in it, right? But whatever oh they use God. to flavor, I think there's some other vanilla flavoring in it or something like that. Really, really delicious. Um, there's also, I'm trying to do this all off the top of my head, so please forgive me, uh, Drunken Pig. And don't worry, no animals were harmed in the making of this delicious treat, which, by the way, has how many calories? Seto. It's a whiskey-infused, bacon-flavored coffee. Can't lose with that. Then there's a high-energy line of coffee, 50% more caffeine per cup, uh, such as flavors uh, included, such as jacked-up cupcake, which is what we like to call our friend Rodriguez over here. Uh, there's also uh, Cinnabuzz, which is one of my favorites. Check them out today. There are other delicious flavors out there. Explore. Um, matter of fact, if you order two bags, we're going to throw you a third bag free. I don't remember the code. I think it was mask on. Bam, you got it, baby. Oh, look, look, at, that. look at that. All capitals, mask How on. How wonderful it hey, is to have you, a producer back. <laughs> yeah, what's up, Joe? If you use uh, the code mask on, you'll get your third bag free. Uh, you know, coffee's not going to be the same price as it is in the grocery store. However, it is triple the deliciousness of any coffee you would buy in any grocery store. It is well worth it. It's the only coffee I drink. 
I live off it, as a matter of fact. www.brooklynwatercoffeeroasters.com from the restaurant to your front door. Uh, all the coffee that you order is guaranteed to ship within 24 hours of its roast date. So check them out now. Don't forget to use the code MASKON for your third bag free. www.brooklynwatercoffeeroasters.com. Cheers, gents. Cheers. This is this is uh, season three, episode number twenty-five. How many episodes in total? Mm. We're closing in on on the on the magic triple-digit number. Yeah, I, I thought we I thought we'd be up in there eighties, nineties. We're, we're 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 right around ninety right now. We got, we um, got to do a special uh, Pete Alonzo card giveaway. <laughs> Oh, for sure. <laughs> on our 100th episode. Yes, that is for sure. Um, so, t- Tim, let's get ready to rumble. Yes, we, we do Tim's have uh, some buddy. stuff to rumble about. Um, and, and, Tim, look, on this show, your comments get uh, recognized, and we will talk to you, and we will allow you to have your, your say, unlike some of the other shows on the network. Uh, but we'll get to that a, a little bit later on. Whoa, uh, Lady P. Lady P says, Keith, nice background. Thanks, P. <laughs> and then uh, Tony, welcome to the show. Uh, good to see you guys. Good to see you as well. Thanks, um, all right. So we're, we're going to get right into it. Um, you know, the play on the field is going to take a backseat for just a moment uh, because I'm sure uh, this is our first time on the air since um, the happenings of Ioannis Mespedes. His name forever will be Mespedes. Uh, he did not have a chance to redeem himself. Uh, and he had look, that first game. He had the first game. That was it. And and so let let, let me let me just say a couple of words and then I'll I'll, I'll pass it off to you guys. And no, same no, same 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 no, same no. type of feelings. No, um, right, fine, I'm ahead. sure. No. So All right, go ahead. look. Yuena Cespedes. <laughs> <laughs> Rodriguez loves Mespedes. <laughs> Look at producer Joe going. <laughs> so, um, so we we trade we trade for Yuena Cespedes in 2015. He absolutely puts the Mets on his back and takes us to the gets us into the World Series. Uh, you know, really helps us take over that National League East. He was just, it was felt like every day he was in a big home run, seventh inning or later. And you know, the fans we fell in love with it. You know, because we, we we haven't had that uh, for for a while where we we made a big trade because we just don't do stuff like that uh, most of the time. And when we do, it's Carlos Baeger ish and it just doesn't work out for us. So we get Cespedes, carries us into the World Series, uh, and and then he does, yeah, and he gives us another good season after that, and then disappears. So he had a four-year contract, and he played one year of that four-year contract. Uh, he was messing around with wild boars, uh, breaking ankles. You know, we 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 get the whole heel situation. You know, that's a standard. You know, uh, not standard, but it's it's an injury. It happens. We understand. You're healing from the the heel stuff, and you got to go mess around with wild boars and break your ankle. And horse we ride. were anticipating your return last year, so now and here comes this year. You still got and he's st- still got forgiven. So now this year we're like, okay, uh, we're hoping for him to c- come back opening day in, w- in March, uh, but then this whole COVID thing happens, and we know that he's going to be back this time around. Gives us a big game-winning home run opening day. Uh, one in a one nothing victory over the Braves, um, and then just 
that's it. He, he did hit one home run after that. Uh, but in his last 15 at bats, he had nine strikeouts and he was, he was swinging at pitches a foot and a half inside near that nearly hit him. And, uh, he, you know, just wasn't seeing the ball. Right. And then he was unhappy with his playing time and he talked to the play, players about it. Um, and then come Saturday game time and we get this message, weird cryptic stuff going on. Where's Cespedes? Cespedes nobody nowhere to be found. The Mets sent security to his room. It's empty. What is going on? And then, you know, right around third, fourth inning, we hear he's okay. More to come after this. Then we hear that he opts out. He opts out citing COVID, you know, because uh, this year you can opt out. But it's clear you you assessment has told some of the players on the you know after the zoom meeting that rojas had with the team to talk about the lineup that day and you told some players you didn't tell management nobody you know nobody knew where you were you know the and on the on the broadcast people they were getting concerned of his where did he get into an accident did something happen uh and then it just winds up being that you know after all was said and done because of Cespedes' stupidity, he was down to $2.2 million this year. And so it just didn't become worth it, poor baby. Uh, and for, for him to opt out the way – opting out is fine. Understood. Don't want to put your yourself at risk and whatnot. But the way you did it, bullshit Bush League. I don't know who wants to talk next. Go ahead, Keith. You're up there next to him. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I heard a, a rumor, and I don't know how true it is, and it came from, I think, um, one of those uh, Mets medium websites. I forget which one. Mets Marais, maybe, something like that. But uh, that he has a ailing grandmother in his house and there some concerns. So, <clears throat> you know, I, I don't... I don't know how true that is. I didn't hear it outside of that media outlet. Um, I, I don't know why he did it. I know why it seems like he did it, because he's not getting playing time. He's not going to get his money. Wah, wah, wah. But I, I truly don't know. And quite honestly, I will never blame anybody in this day and age what's going on this year, especially if they decide, you know, me and my family's health is not worth the risk. And I'm going to step back this year. I understand that. But there's other factors, right? He's on his walk year. He got a serious cut this year, uh, basically because he was going to get fired, and we put his back against the wall and said, hey, listen, you're going to get a 80% pay cut uh, because all you did was dick around with horses and boars when you should have been rehabbing and healing, and we, he would have played in 2019, right? There's that. There's also he didn't tell anybody in Mets management which is very, I'll use a baseball term. I call it Bush League. It was stupid. It was childish. It was immature. It was, it was, it was wrong. You don't do that in any aspect. You know, you, you don't say, I'm tell your wife, you're going to get a gallon of milk and never come home. <laughs> you know, you don't tell your boss, I'm going to go grab some lunch and never come back to work. You don't do, you just don't do that. You know, he just completely disappeared. Right. Um, and I also have a little gripe against the Mets. The way they handle it from media aspect is, is, is consistent with how they've handled things all in the past. 
why are they releasing all these little messages cryptically? We don't know where Cespedes is. We sent security. Just keep it hush until you know all the facts and then release the facts. What is what is all this little, we, we you know, and then um, what's his face? <clears throat> Brody had said, you know, he addressed that and said, well, we want to be as open and honest with the fans as possible. Yes, I get that. Open and honest means you tell us what the injury is. You tell us how long a player is going to be out. You tell us things that impact the team immediately, but right then and there, it, it it's you're talking about a personal life of a person. Chill out. Wait till you know the facts, and and then release everything at once. Don't release because the only thing as Met fans when we hear Cespedes didn't show up today, we're all gonna call him a scumbag, garbage, uh, a loser. But maybe it was something personal. Maybe it was something that he was dealing with. Maybe it was something that he didn't care what the team thought because he needed to take care of because it, because it was family-related. Um, turns out we still don't know the truth or answer to any of that. But, um, you know, the Mets are partially to blame in how the fans have been handling this as well based on how they kind of released the information in bits and pieces. Didn't like that at all. Uh, you know, I don't have a question, any... question for you. Sure. Uh, just a qu- question for you. Now. Uh, we, we, we would have noticed that there's no Cespedes is not in the lineup. The camera would have picked up that he's not in the dugout. So uh, what what else, what would the Mets have said then? Then 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 it would have been like what, the media would be like they would be doing it also. I, I guarantee you that I guarantee you that if we did not hear it from the Mets booth, we probably would not have noticed. He's not in the lineup today. That's that. Oh, the the camera, camera, the cameras there would have would have. Okay, well maybe he's been. in the dugout, but still, I, I still think that they have a responsibility not to just release information without it being complete. That's the end of the story. And if the story is not complete and the media picks up the fact that he's not in the dugout, they still have a responsibility to release information when it's complete. In today's day and age with, with COVID-19 and everything else, it could have been something major. It could have been he's on a respirator dying. It could have been he has a family member dying. Thank God that's not the case, right? Um, and, and with him and his history, I probably wouldn't have believed that to be the case initially anyway. But I think it's a little you, – you got to be a little more responsible in how you release that information and make sure you have all the facts straight before you start leaking information because it, it, it kind of becomes – you know, like you're you're ganging up on him, or Mets fans and the Mets media and the Mets media relations. No, all you have to do is release a little bit of negative information, and Mets fans will pummel that person without even thinking twice, including myself. And truthfully, in this day and age, I think you need to be a little more responsible. Uh, however, I'm not excusing Cespedes. What he did was childish, immature, and wrong. You know. And honestly, at the end of the day, good riddance. You know, he he, twenty fifteen, uh, twenty sixteen, um, the years he was with us, he and played. He did a lot. I'm super grateful to him, you know, for that. But the last three years, two years, or whatever it is, have been miserable with his injuries, yeah, and everything else. So good riddance. Take care. Ha- have a nice life. I hope you do well. I hope you stay healthy. Bye. I'm not. I'm in. I'm indifferent about his departure. Really, honestly, at this point, I, it's just whatever. See you later. Um, I was hopeful he'd come back and do well, but he didn't. He pulled this move. Um, take care. See you later. Peace out, Premier. Take me out with the fader. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Rodriguez, what you got? Well, not to beat a dead horse to death, but um, that seal. 
Or dead seal. Or baby seal. Baby, baby seal. I'm not going to use that anymore because I sound like I'm a criminal. <laughs> Peter's going to come. Seal. Peter's coming yeah. after us. <laughs> well, you know what's funny? I, I got to be honest with you. He should get beaten like a baby seal. That's what you should ha- should happen to you, Max Perez, because, you know, one game, dude, you brought me back for one game. You said Mets Perez. Anyway, by the way, Chris Kelly sucks. ATL, you blow. Just let you know. Um, thank you. Um, Mets Perez, come on, dude, man. You had to be more professional than that. You may be mad about your playing time. You started eight out of, out of the nine games, by the way, okay, if you're mad about playing time. Okay, you may be saying that they're trying to screw you for your for your money, for your innings or whatever. I don't give a rat's ass about that. I don't care. The Mets stood behind you when you hurt yourself like a fool. The Mets stood, the Mets even brought you back after you left. When they offered you money and you still left. We still wanted you. We brought you back, dude. They gave you everything they could give you. They stood behind you. You were unprofessional. Muy, muy malo, señor. That's what I'm going to say. Just leave it at that for Spanish. Otherwise, I'll curse you out in Spanish. <laughs> but to be honest, you were very unprofessional, Mestres. And you should not be on the team anymore. I had a high hopes for you because you make us a better team. That's the only reason, dude. You're a beast. When you're on, you're a beast. Now you're not going to be on for us ever, ever. You know what? I had Beltran all the way up there. You're kind of right there now, Mestres. You're kind of right there. Beltran, Daniel Murphy, you know, those type of guys, you're kind of right there, dude. So, you know what? See you later. Back to Cuba. Do whatever you want to do. I can't say what I said to you guys on the text, but just know <laughs> I'm seeing that right now with my eyes. Well, R- Rodriguez got, <laughs> got what, what he really wanted to say off his chest in our group chat uh just to just so that none of it slipped out while we were on air and we got an fcc violation uh, <laughs> all right so look screw you cespedes right he's not even a thought in my mind that right at this point anymore it's over and peace and thanks, it, thanks it, for those little bits thanks for all screwing us the mets out of like 60 million dollars worth of money take care have a nice life hey bye Guys, what uh, why don't we do an official uh Cespedes shirt burning or something? Anybody got a I got a Cespedes shirt. I don't have one. I don't have one either. I'll burn it. Do it. Let's do it. I'll burn it. So we'll I still got the, I can still got the Jason Bay jersey. Now, oh yeah, we'll, we'll add fuel to the fire. We'll burn we, Jason We Bay should do a socially a distance out outside, put in the book show in Steve's backyard with the fire burn pit it. and start burning shirts. I got a Beltran shirt. We'll put axes on the Wait, floor. Do you, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you really want to burn set, uh, Beltran's jersey? Think about I that. Want, I don't the want center field to. Jason Bay is no. different. Because of the Puerto Ricanness of it? But I will, because <laughs> he deserves it. Because you know what? The other day, he was on social media with a guitar saying, oh, I've done something now. I learned how to play guitar during this during the uh, pandemic. You learned how to play guitar. Beltran, really? You... you you have no respect for yourself, Boricua? Get lost. He's trying to be like uh, Bernie. Bernie, what's his face from the Bronx? Bernie, center fielder. What's his name? Williams. Bernie Williams. Bernie Williams. It's a it's, it's a really Bernie Williams, it's a really Bernie odd actually, last name. It is, but he's actually a really good guitar <laughs> player, Bernie Williams. Yeah, he is. Well, he's yeah, a master, I believe. Right, one of those. Yeah. Pretty big time. In, in a band, right? Why is he even brought up here? I don't know why, why he did it. 
Keith did it. Huh? Why not? You're, you're talking about burning the jersey. Yeah, really? the shirt of the best center field that ever played baseball in a Mets in a Mets uniform. Might as well bring up Brandon Williams too. Why? Let's reel this bad boy back in. Okay, let's, yeah. let's, let's talk about the positives of Cespedes being gone. Now you can bring in Dom Smith to play in left field. You can yes. use Cano in the DH. We'll talk about Cano in a little bit um, mm. you, when he comes back. Um, you can bring in JD. There's so much, uh, po- there's so many different possibilities in there. Um, and now you, you know, you bring in guys that, you know, that can't hit, but they can run. Uh, they can play excellent defense in, I can't even remember, uh, Billy Hamilton. We brought in Billy What's Hamilton. What's the point of hitting if you can't, if, uh, running if now, you can't hit? So the official thing of Billy <laughs> Hamilton is that he's going to be great. He's a great outfielder because of the speed. And then on the uh, flip side of that, he can pinch run. I don't foresee him getting many at bats. Uh, they they started him yesterday just because you know he he just just came over uh, wanted to get him a little bit of uh, acclimation in, into the field and whatnot. Uh, yeah, but they, they it, also, good I'm thing. sorry to interrupt you, but they also no, started him because of uh, Porcello. Something they talked about Porcello being a ground ball pitcher and needing more defense. So they're going to play a better defensive team behind Porcello, which should help them. And that's something that we even spoke about yesterday, right, Parachi? Yep. Yes, We're we talking did. About messing with the players for certain players that need a better defense. And so I like that type of stuff from our manager. Back to you, Fred. Yes. Yeah, no, and that's a good segue in it, that eighth and ninth inning, we got a lead. He's putting in his prevent defense, you know, the the better defense out there. And I I don't know if you noticed, but, you know, in yesterday's game, J.D. Davis played much better at third base than what he did last year. There was was not the – Triple pumping into the glove. No, no, no. It was quick. He, that you, throw. That, that throw sold me. Yeah, the throw. You know, that the throw where he beat the runner by a, a half a, a half of a step. And he, well, dove, he, he, to, he went to his left. Knees. He yes. went to his left. Dove got it. And so you know that was one of my biggest pet peeves last year with JD Davis. That pump. Yes, it was. And I have definitely noticed the improvement. He worked. You could tell he worked on his game. And if the kid, if the kid had such a good year and his first real chance, I mean, you know, in Houston he played, but his first real chance was with the Mets last year. And on top of that, he worked hard on his game. It's obvious in that one play alone. And I, I'm thrilled. I, I think 2020. I'm very happy that some of our viewers are making comments and uh, giving us their opinion, but they're totally wrong. Who paid $60 million for one year? You're out of your mind. I'm I don't see that comment. I mean, Ben. This yeah, I don't ben see that either. Welcome to I, the I, show, Ben. Excited I think I'm a little podcast. delayed in the comments. $60 million? I might be too. I just Victor last. Yeah, the, the last comment for me is is uh, Max. Max. Yep. And, and by the way, uh, Joe showed that comment about five and a half minutes ago. Which one? <laughs> so, the and it, it just... Uh, no, the one from Max uh, talking about there's there's way to do things, and it just came up, but it shows seven nineteen. So the I I think my comments are a bit delayed. So Joe, when you pop them up, I'll I'll acknowledge them. Producer Joe also had mentioned to make sure we go ahead and remind people that they need to get into our page and register to chat. Not yeah, our, our group. Our group. Go, go, yes. If you're watching from a different group, one of the other amazing 40-some-odd groups that I'm in for the Mets, uh, go, head into 
you can make feel free to make the comments there, but we won't be able to see them. So uh, jump into the put in the books show group, uh, and then you can make comments there, and then we can see them about eleven minutes later. Uh, and if so, the comments <laughs> is what we're talking about, we will definitely chime in. If Absolutely. we ignore you, probably it's because you're just going off topic. But we still appreciate your comments. Send them. And in. usually we'll people. we don't ignore people. Yeah, usually we'll 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 say we'll, we'll hold that comment for for a little bit later later in the show when we have conversations. No, I ignore Roger. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody's got to acknowledge them. All right. Uh, so all right, uh, got that out of the way. Um, so our our last show was you know last Wednesday. We did a quick show before the Red Sox game, and that's when kind of shit hit the fan. Uh, we lost five in a row after that, you know, starting with that game. Uh, and it was just like disaster. Like it was bad pitching starters, bad bullpen, bad defense, no fundies, bad hitting. Uh, and it was, it, you know, and we, we spoke about this. Um, you know, the Mets are the third, if you count all of baseball, they are four at the time, a couple days ago, they were fourth in baseball and hitting. Just, Great heading team, phenomenal. They can get on base. You got you got four guys with uh, on base over four hundred. But something was going on with it. whenever there was a runner on second base. This is a new solo feature. Very pretty face. When somebody got to second base, nothing. The average dropped forty points, and we were twelfth, fourteenth uh, in the National League, next to last, just in that category. Get on base, we can walk. Uh, on base percentages over 400 for four of our guys, but we couldn't drive any one of them some bitches in. So uh, you, that's, you know, that was the problem. It, it's it's to me, it comes down to the hitting coach. You really need to go ahead and make your <laughs> that solo feature strange. You, you need <laughs> you need to go ahead and uh, change your hitting approach. When you have runners on base, you can't hit like the bases are empty. You have to approach the at bat differently um, and, and grind it out. You know. Slap a base hit, take a walk, uh, bunt. You you can't go ahead and just say, I am going to go out up there every single way. I mean, excuse me, I, I'm not going to take the same approach every single at bat, every single day, every single game, every single day. No, there's different scenarios. Base is empty, runners on, uh, you're losing, you're winning. You're going to take different approaches at the plate, and Chile really needs to drive that into their head. When his runners in scoring position, there's a different way to approach the at bat. Uh, and how that is, move the runner over. How many outs is there? No outs. Get the first the first base runner the second. Don't worry about yourself. If you can get a hit and get two runners on, great. There's a runner on second, bunt. Get him the third if there's only one out. You know, there's different things you do to score runs you you're not gonna you, you don't want to aim to score three runs with one swing you want to aim to move the runners over if you can hit it out the park go for it otherwise be strategical and make sure you're taking the proper approach at the plate at the appropriate time that's how i right. feel well, and uh, you they, know they did a lot of things bad they did a lot of things bad right they ran the bases bad they played bad defense they so were, Steve. Oh my god, the base running. Oh my they, god. They Forgot about that. Terribly. Holy crap. McNeil, McNeil should have got fined thousands of dollars for the base running blunders. I mean, that's ridiculous to be a pro and be such a smuck. You yeah. don't run from second to third with the ball mm. hitting for you. Oh, maybe you forgot how many else there were. That's even worse. You should be paying attention. You should know how many outs there are. 
The team was playing bad totally. Alonzo trying to pull everything instead of going with the ball. And even when he went with the ball, he's got an uppercut swing trying to get lift on it. Don't do that, Alonzo. All you're doing is popping out. Just use your big baby Huey body and just slam line drives to, to the wall. I mean, it's just as good. Get, getting the guys over, getting runs in, you know. Um, McNeil. I, I can't talk enough about McNeil's base running, how ridiculous it was. It's like he was a spaz, like he never played the, uh, never played baseball before. W- what's up with that? You know, you cost, you, you cost two runs easily. Um, so many other things. I, I, I don't know. Bad pitching, bad location, you know. Uh, and you got to talk about your buddy Diaz. Oof. I had high hopes for him. Another mess, Perez. Uh, came in the other day, did okay, I guess. But uh, Diaz, what is in the that? Seventh inning. <laughs> yeah, thank God it was the seventh inning. Well, that's that's should be. You know, I mean, I don't even know what to say about this guy anymore. It's 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 it was a total total collapse for the last what eight games. It's been a collapse pretty much to me. Yeah. You know, it's, well, it's, I, I, outside oh, of the everything. last, uh, outside of the last, like. We've we've also not been in any of the you know the we were not in the games against the Braves seven to one uh, we we blew a, a six run lead in in the the Friday night game uh, that was Travis Darno thanks a lot douche uh, another former Met that's gonna wind up killing us um, but Travis Darno hit that gapper against Lugo. Uh, some questionable uh, calls at, at 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 the plate, uh, strike zone wise, uh, but what I, we didn't the the way the bullpen pitched that day, we didn't deserve to win that game. If it, it, it you know if we would have come out and won that game, it would have been a miracle from up above because it, it, we just played real shitty after taking that lead. Atlanta um, looked more determined to win the game. It looked yes. like they were hungry, like they wanted it more. You know. Baby Huey is out there striking out and going back and looking at the at the bat and making faces. Forty percent, forty percent strikeout rate for for Alonzo so far. Forty percent, and wow. get and 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 most of those strikeouts are coming out of the zone. He's he's not it, now. Well, and, and we'll talk the the, the last uh, few games because it looks and feels like he's starting to see the ball a little bit better. Um, but he was striking out on fastballs with little to no movement right down the middle. There were several times he took a pitch right down the middle for a called strike three, yet he's swinging at pitches six inches uh, outside. He's pressing, and the, the more annoyed that he's getting, the more outside. It's kind of likened – I, I want to kind of liken it to uh, the frustration that that Matt has sometimes shown on the mound. Alonzo's – and he takes it out when he gets back to the bat rack. He's been breaking <laughs> breaking some bats, but you know that at the plate when he's swinging and missing at a pitch six inches outside on a on a you know two zero count, which is done. Uh, you know that frustration is building up inside of him, and it's not going to help him at the plate at that moment. So that that's where you kind of got got to take a step back, go look at oh my god, look at the video, sit Chili Davis is talking to each one of the hitters every single day. And then he's got two on-site assistant batting coaches. And he's talking to those guys multiple times a day. Uh, so got to gotta look at the video. And, and, and Pete, you're a professional now. 
you you did a hell of a job last year when no, nobody thought that you were going to have 53 home runs uh, last year and break all kinds of records and 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 be this big guy on the team. But this so far taking a step back and and he's just got to it. You know, if you guys think otherwise, look at the video and see and and you can see his hand is his uh, his hands are moving a little bit more than what they were. He's just not getting set, not getting ready, and it just it, it it's irritating to watch that kind of thing, knowing what he should be doing. And just like, give me his cell phone number. Let me talk to him real quick. So two quick things, right? Uh, Chili Davis, back to situational hitting. He really needs to teach that whole situational hitting thing. Um, I'm not going to stop saying that because it's, it's so damn true. Um, you, you remember if, if you've watched the show for a long time, and if you haven't, I'll tell you since season one, I've always said, bunt, stop being ashamed. Bunt the ball. Sometimes you, it's situational. You do what you got to do. It's not about you, your stats. It's about the team moving runners over and running score uh, against runners across the plate. Uh, but I, I think with Pete Alonso, like you were saying, this is a good point. Um, and, and this is not, this is something I observed through somebody else's eyes because we have in the Mets organization some amazing announcers. We got Gary, who is Mets super fan, super knowledgeable. We got Keith, who is like a hidden guru. Uh, and we got Ron, who is like a pitching coach. So when these guys break things down that's happening in the game, it, I stay quiet and listen because they are so knowledgeable. They are so insightful. And they break it down to a point where, as a fan, you really understand everything that's happening. Uh, I love our I love our SNY crew. So amazing. But Keith was saying, like uh, similar to what you were just approaching, Farachi, is what Alonzo is doing, he's jerking back before swinging at the ball and is throwing his time off and it's making his swing longer. And it's true. Last year, his swing was a lot shorter Um, because the swing is longer. You see he's chasing and he's getting under pitches and he's not catching up with pitches. He's getting under pitches. He's striking out and he's looking really sloppy. However, you know, as we all know from baseball fans, what Alonzo has done the last couple of days, like you were alluding to Farachi, three walks, uh, Rodriguez, I mentioned single to right. A single to right. He took the uh, pitch the other way. Uh, you know, so those are signs somebody's breaking out of a slump. And I did notice for after Keith said that he's jerking the bat back further, he's doing that a little bit less. Um, you know, I'll just throw something out there to Mets fans. Don't bash Pete. He's a young kid who works really hard. He loves playing. He loves the Mets. Support him. He will get out of this. Every player goes through slums. You can't dog a player who goes through slums. Um, some players go through 30 game slumps. I know 60 games doesn't really allow patience for that, but it happens. And then they go on a 10 game tear where they hit five, six home runs and bat 400. That's baseball, folks. Give the Mets a chance. Hey, Joe. Joe. I like the, hey. I love the popping. What's up, buddy? Hey. I uh, just want everybody who's watching us live to know. We love our live viewers and commenters. I apologize. It's my first day back behind the glass. I will get these guys corralled, and we're going to go through five minutes now, not even. We're going to go through three minutes, and Steve is going to give a quick shout-out to everybody who's been making comments, all right? Oh, let's do that. Let's do that real quick. Oh, the boys. Wow. Joe yeah. just cut us over. All right? He goes, all right. All right. Now, let's see. I'm going to go, <laughs> go right up to – well, Bobby Plummer, I got to say thank you for uh, your comment, but we don't miss Todd Father. Uh, Tom Bohan, I don't know what you're talking about. You said something about uh, Jimenez needs to become a Swiss Army knife. No, he just needs to play. 
whatever. He's a great player. Swiss Army Knight. Oh, what are you talking about? Tony Agretti, David should be our starting third base moving forward. Agreed. Fantastic. I love it. Good job. Cano was batting over 400. Thank you, Mr. Bobby Plummer. Yeah, I appreciate that. He's playing well. Ben, you, you're really writing a lot of stuff there, Ben. Okay, we have a decent lineup. Everybody else sucks. But you're trying a lot of stuff. I like that. You're a good Met fan. Congratulations. You're almost right. Uh, Dominic, <laughs> don't blame Diaz. Come on, no, Dominic. I'm not familiar Let's yet. Let's not talk about not blaming Diaz. Diaz needs to be blamed. He should have come in stronger like a boss. Nobody should hit him with the kind of stuff that he has. Don't blame Diaz. Blame it on the rain, I, then. I, okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> blame it on the rain. <laughs> Cornet, he lives in the 80s. Are you talk Cornet, you my man, Cornet. Cornet knows that he's the man here for me. He's my boy. He's that man. But are you talking about Keith Lowry's? I agree. But if you're talking about Keith Hernandez, <laughs> don't talk about Hernandez, Corne, because you, you, you're probably like 25. You don't know, buddy. He's a god. I was even born in the 80s. Oh, Timmy. We love you, Timmy. Mm. Skanky bastard. We love you. Back to you, Farachi. Thank you so much. I yeah, I, I, uh, I, 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 I think the comments are coming a little bit quicker now, uh, it, it, a little bit delayed. I, uh, the, the the Ben thing, Ben, uh, Cespedes carried us to the World Series in 2015. I completely agree with that. If you win the World Series, then the $60 million is worth it. We did not win the World Series. He, as Keith loves to talk about, he played soccer out in left field uh, with the ball on that, that first at-bat. He almost, uh, almost single-handedly ruined the World the Series for us. Just saying. Well, <laughs> definitely it. part of it. Uh, but no, I, I, I don't think the sixty million dollars is worth it at all to, uh, to get us to the World Series. I, it was a lot of fun, but you win the World Series, and then that sixty million dollars is absolutely worth it. That's uh, funny. I don't see the Corne uh, comment. It's, it's just not there yet. It'll, it'll get there. <laughs> I don't know why it's so behind today. Uh, it's a Facebook thing. Timmy um, wants, wants more rage from me. Yeah. I can't. Which, which by, by the way, uh, today we are um, with our uh, new with our software that we're using for this Streamyard. Got to give a shout out to that. We are um, broadcasting to three different places at once. We're on Twitter right now. We're on uh, YouTube right now, and we're in on Facebook right now. We're where? Yeah. Twitter. 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 Hey, Twitter. At the yeah, yeah. PWITB show, which you don't need to know. Yeah. If you're watching on, on Twitter, you're already there. Um, I, I, I want to talk real quick about uh, some of the early season stats. You know, we're, we're through uh, 13 games or so here, depending on how many, you know, guys have played a certain amount of games. Um, two, two of our, our uh, top three guys, top five, let's go top five are on the IL right now and Robinson Cano and Jeff McNeil. And hopefully we get those guys back uh, soon. Um, Andres Jimenez is our fourth top hitter. I'm, I'm not, not going to count Edward Nunez because uh, he, he got hurt after a couple of at-bats. Uh, but Jimenez is batting 320. He's our leading hitter. 25 at-bats. It's a nice little stretch for a rook, right? Uh, oh. he, he, look, when when uh, I don't remember who it was that said uh, you know Swiss Army my knife, but here's what I'm thinking. You know, Tom, it was uh, he can play different bases. He's got speed. He's got pop. He can hit for average. He uh, he's he's got a sweet swing. Uh, he's got a great arm, and he plays phenomenal defense. Uh, that that play yesterday with the the chopper right over Porcello's head, and he ranged across, and he and he and he threw him out at first base. 
He's got incredible range. He's 21 years old. Bad 320. Slick with that glove, bro. I mean, he is super slick. Love it. um, And if you watch the show, you know the four of us, including producer Joe, have a chat that we go back and forth in all week. And we were talking about that earlier. His glove is so slick. I mean, the kid has amazing range, gets to the ball super fast, has a great arm, and he's putting some good wood on the ball. Let's see, like I was saying in our chat, you know, if if we're able to see Jimenez adjust to the pitcher's adjustments to him. That's really the key to what a real major leaguer is. So good luck, Jimenez. Hope you are future, buddy. I don't think he's going to be able to adjust yet. Um, It'll take time. Yeah. I think he, needs, he just needs experience, just just like Alonso's having a hard time this year. Ahmed, Ahmed was a little rough. So um, I think Jimenez is going to be a solid ball player uh, for sure. Uh, uh, what, from what you're seeing right now, he led the Arizona League last year in hitting, I think, 350-something. So the kid, the kid has talent, you know? Yeah. And um, him and uh, what's his name? Rosario should be – a very good shortstop and second base combo for the next 10 years for us. Uh, Best buds. Cano, Cano, he might end up being the uh, the designated DH because if that kid plays second base uh, anywhere near his potential, it's, it's not right to send Cano out there at 38 years old and give him no. a break any minute. I mean, he I might get one game. start a week, but this kid's going to play. Uh, I, I can't wait. Can't wait. We just got to put at least two out of the three things together. Pitching, defense has to has to be there, or pitching and hitting, or defense and hitting. Something's you got to get two out of three every game, and otherwise you're gonna lose in the major leagues. You're just not gonna win anything. Um, yes, sir. I think it's gonna get turned around, though. I, I think so. Yeah, twins, and twins are a big. Twins sorry. are a big show of. No, it's fine. I was just gonna say twins are a big show of what you were just saying, Rodriguez, because. They have, I mean, now they have power and now they're starting to build other things. But what the twin success has been based on before the last two years or so was just small ball, fundies, and great defense, you know. And the Mets, not so much with the great defense. This kid Jimenez, Ahmed, aside from his little stint last year, we had those errors. If we have, uh, he's been great. So if we have Ahmed and Jimenez up the middle, uh, Pete's been doing a good job and JD's improving. We have, you know, a, a good shot at having a really good defensive infield for several years down the line. Yep. Looking forward to it. And and j- just to uh, go through a couple more guys out here, uh, right behind Jimenez is Michael Conforto. He, uh, you know, threw 50 at 40, 48 at bats. He's batting 313. Uh, he's played in all 13 games so far. JD Davis has played in Joel. 12 and 13. Uh, he's at he's batting 300. Um, and you know if if the guys ahead of the, these two guys were able to get on base a little bit more, then perhaps they, they would have a little bit more in the, in the way of RBIs, but they're, they're both sitting at, at six RBIs for the moment. Uh, Conforto, seven, seven walks, 12 strikeouts. Um, then heading down the list a little bit more, I'm going to skip over the next three, four guys because it's Nito Cordell who got optioned um, uh today or yesterday, uh, Jake Marisnik, who's just not seeing any playing time, and I'm all good with that, um, unless it's the prevent defense uh, in the eighth and ninth inning. Um, and then Ahmed Rosario is is 
has been a little bit of a struggle at the plate. He's he's gotten some big hits, um, uh, and he's hit the ball hard into some bad luck. He's at 244 thus far, uh, but uh, confident based on last year's uh, second half, especially uh, that he'll he'll get he'll get back to it. Look, guys, we're five and eight. Uh, we still have. I know it's a shortened season, but ju- just just consider it. The way that I'm thinking through this right now, I'm not trying to get too down on it, and we have um, in 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 our chat. Um, but think, just think about it. Forget that it's a short season. It's still August sixth, and we're three games under. If it was August sixth and 162 game season, and we were four games out, we'd be just fine. So that's the way I think we got to think about four games out of first place on August 6th, Rodriguez. We wouldn't be just fine. No, I, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing okay. with you on that. I'm just saying that you're saying, look at it as, as a, forget it. It's, it's a, it's a freaking sprint. Look at it as a sprint. Lucky for us that the playoffs got uh, expanded. Okay. That helps us a lot with yes. the way that we play normally, which is, you know, suffer, 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 play great and then fail. But you know that's our model. But right, that should help us the playoffs. Lucky for us that that happened because a five and uh, what an eight, five and eight, five, and eight. five yep. and eight start is terrible in a sixty-game season. But we'll, we'll we'll be all right. We'll get to the playoffs once we get to the playoffs. Stroman will be back. Everybody will be healthy. We'll yep. start kicking it in. Alonzo will be over. That rookie little thing he's got going on. JD's the man, 300, 320. Oh, it's going to be sweet, guys. It's going to be mint. Stay positive. Right. Now, I, I, uh, I, I do think we'll about the pitching after Keith's Cano. Back. I said yeah. after Keith's Cano. <laughs> I was going to say, I think we'll see Cano uh, and McNeil back, you know, and I'm, I'm mad. I think those three guys we're going to see back. Uh, and they're really key, especially Cano. I th- Cano, for whatever reason, really struggled last year. Maybe it was a quick change of scenery, but he came back towards the end of the season, looked really good. Uh, a couple positives in Cano. I do like last year and this year when he was injured. He stayed in the dugout, stayed with the team. I think that's a big positive, and I think we'll see Ahmed. We'll see McNeil back, and I think Pete's going to turn around. We're going to start hitting, and once we do, we're going to see a big change. Uh, once we And then we'll get Stroman back. It'll change the dynamic of the road starting rotation. It's it's just we need to hang on tight. You know, we need to grab on with white knuckles right now and stay 500 at least. And we're not there right now. Yep, absolutely. And and I'm, we're going to grind to get back there. I, I, I do want to talk about um, the pitching for just a moment. Uh, you know, you we we brought in uh, this this kid, Jared Hughes, who um, you know, he's only pitched in one game, seemed very solid. Uh, DeGrom, obviously. Drew Smith has been very good. Uh, 2.45 ERA, whip of 0.55. Batting average against a 154. Lugo has been great outside of that one. You know, all uh, the, the, the relievers have all had that one kind of blow-up game. Lugo had his ERA down to uh, 2.57. Uh, he's 1-1, a 2.57 ERA, a 0.57 whip. And a 125 average against. Uh, he's only uh, he's given up uh, he's given up three hits in seven innings. It's terrible. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> um, Familia uh, has his ERA down to 3.18. He's he's looked pretty good in most of the starts. Uh, um, 
but then you know he he had he had that one one game where he gave a couple runs. Uh, he's not you know walking the world. Uh, uh, David Peterson, he's 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 been pretty good. Uh, you know, uh, rookie through the first couple of games, three point eight six ERA. Uh, uh, he 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 did it against a, a very potent. Uh, Boston Red Sox lineup. Uh, the, their pitching is very questionable, but uh, their their uh, lineup is very formidable. Uh, Diaz. It feels like Diaz has a twenty eight ERA, but it's he's gotten it down to four point one five. Working in, in into like a seventh inning, uh, you know, here here and there that that'll get try to get his confidence back. Um, you know, one point three eight WHIP, not not great. Uh, one forty three batting average against. So. Uh, he's, 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 he's walked four, struck out eight. It's not, it's not what you want to see. Um, but hopefully he's past that now. How about, uh, Kilame? Kilame is the guy that we got for his Jubal Cabrera from the Phillies who went through Tommy John surgery. And, uh, you know, he, he was asked to pitch four innings in, in a game that got way out of control for us. Pitched four innings, gave up, did give up a couple of runs, but his, his whip is 0.50. He, he, you know, it wasn't it wasn't you know a lot of base runners out there for him. Chase uh, uh, and Shreve has been uh, good, but then again, he also had that one inning, and you know it's the relievers have to be in there to hold the other team, not get a loss. But the, these guys have allowed tack on runs, which is a massive depleter for the lineup and for us. And is a 25-year-old kid that we have control of for some time, you know. So his stuff looked pretty decent. If if And he's just kind of, kind of coming back from injury, like you were saying. So if he kind of nails it down, it can be a good weapon going forward, you know. Um, one, one thing, kind of changing subject, um, Conforto, I don't think we've mentioned it. I want to shout out Conforto's defense. Uh, he, he's He's been doing really – I know it's right field – but he's been he's been really strong out there in terms of tracking balls down, getting to the ball, getting a good jump off the hit. Uh, nice he, yeah, nice throws. Um, you know, Conforto is really proving to be an all-around really good player. Like we all knew he should be, but what should be and what is isn't always the same. So um, shout out to Conforto on his D, not only his bat. The D. Yeah, defense. Sorry, defense. <laughs> I don't want his defense. Um, defense. So, you know, and and look, we, we, let, let's let's talk about the last three games. The last three games we've taken, we've won two out of three. Uh, things, and you know, I, I made the comment in, in our our group chat that one of these days we're gonna have a nice complete game where all areas of of the of our of our team kind of click, and it felt like that happened yesterday. Um, where the bullpen was great, defense was defense was stellar behind Porcello yesterday. Uh, got the got the hits that we needed to 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 get, uh, and won a nice crisp three to one game uh, where you know heart palpitations wasn't happening. You got Lugo for two innings, six outs because we got the off day today, uh, and now he's going to be back refreshed for the weekend series. Uh, so Rodriguez, what have you seen? You know the last three games because it really is the, the like the last three games have we've seen a little bit of a turn here. It's like the curve we're starting to flatten the curve. Uh, yeah. But what have you what have you seen, especially out of the out of the pitching, namely the bullpen too? Think about that bullpen. 
I saw Porcello pitch a heck of a game. Ooh. Hey, I mean, Porcello's down to 6.92 yes. ERA at 28. He's, he's down. He's down. Thank goodness he's no, down. He's throwing some nice pitches up there. Yep. He pitched fantastic, man. He was hitting the corners and he was changing speeds and he was going up and down in the strike zone. I mean, he did everything he had to do and he had a, and, and like we said before, he had a fantastic defense behind him. The Jimenez, uh, Guillaume, guys, don't sleep on Guillaume. He's a great defensive player. I mean, honestly, only way they could have had a better defense there yesterday was to have Dominic Smith at first and Alonzo DH. The back know? catcher. Uh, or, or something. But uh, they, they, played, they played a very solid game. If they keep playing these type of games, because besides DeGrom, who can dominate, our pitches are not dominators. Waka is a uh, Waka Waka is another type of uh, Porcello type. You know, even throws he throws a little harder, but he's the same type of guy. He's gonna get contact, ground ball. He's he's gonna get hit around a little bit. So solid defense. Strowman is definitely a Porcello guy. So the only only guy that we have that can truly dominate a, a team is is a Degrom. Yeah. Um, but like Mix, I said, by the way, mixing and matching players strategically depending on the inning is a really good thing that Rojas is doing. Um, he's helping us become a better team at that precise moment. He's not putting a team out there and saying, okay, hopefully these guys will play good for three innings together. No, I say I'm putting the best defensive team out there for this inning right now for us to win the game. Uh, if he does that, you know, it's going to help us. And the bullpen, the guys have a, bat, have, have a track record. They're good players. They're supposed to be good players, man. I mean, they, at the end of the day, they're going to be where they're going to be. Unless they have a horrible year, just like some players have last year, if they're going to be the same, if they're going to be the natural player they've been their whole their whole career, we're going to have a solid bullpen, man, because we have good players. So those those two little things, defense and a good bullpen, they helped us win a game. Imagine that. We already know we can Imagine hit. That. <laughs> we already know we can hit. So all we need to do is score four runs a game. We'll be 55 and three like the ground should have been. And contrary to Cornet's belief, situational hitting will help. Cornet, <laughs> nine years okay, old. I think it's don't know. I'm sure you, I think he's talking about well, either way, but I, I believe no. In situational hitting, I don't, I don't think you should go up there trying to rake every single freaking you see, time. You, you see, Cornet with, with with the blonde chicks dig the long ball, man. Hey. <laughs> what are you doing, man? Hey, Rodriguez, can, can we get can we get a, just a quick close up of Rodriguez and Rodriguez? Tilt your head down. That's a, a it's a tremendous hat. A li little bit more. There. It's just a yeah. There you go. Perfect. And I, I come with the hat right before we got on nice. air. Nice, Mr. Met hat. Yes, um, love it, love it. All right, uh, so let's let's talk a little bit about what's coming up uh, here. Um, it's it's a little weird to say this, but and and the standings are a little weird because different games played due to COVID. Um, but we're going against the first place Marlins, uh, and um, <laughs> they're five and one. Hey, legitimate five and one start, uh, but clearly, clearly we have the better team here. And uh, you know we, we're going to have uh, it's Waka that's going to pitch uh, tomorrow against the Marlins. Um, look, the, the the Marlins are this young team that has nothing to lose. So you know they're going to go out there and they're going to take chances. They're going to take risks. Don Mattingly is 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 a is a is a talented manager. You're going to get uh, the virus. 
So they're out there taking chances, taking risks. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm talking about on-field chances right oh, now. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, but but they, they are going to do – they are going to play the small ball. They're going to do weird things. They're going to be aggressive. They're going to shift. They're going to overshift. They're going to change their shift within at bats. I've, I've seen that that out of the Marlins. Uh, so, you know, it, it, it it's still the Marlins. Uh, and we've, we've had issues with the Marlins in the past. So, I, you know, I just hope that Rojas has this team ready. Um, you know, watch video from the last three days for, for every, every um, beat the Marlins like they owe us money. Absolutely. Look, three, three good looking guys there. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think Rojas should be showing, you know, you know, embedding the video from like the last three games because we have played better. You know, we lost the game to the Nationals on, on Tuesday um, and, and we got behind in it. We, we couldn't scratch and claw our way back in. Um, but based on the, la- the last three games, that's the way that we should start looking. Alonzo should be looking the other way. Look, Pete, it's okay if you don't blast some home runs right now. It's okay. Definitely. Get yourself right. You know, just get yourself right. Hit the ball to right. We've we've talked about this. So we got three games coming up with the Marlins, uh, and then you know, a kind of a um, uh, a big seven game stretch. Seven, ten, action. It's a it's a big big stretch. Two, four, six, yeah. eight. Who do we got it? No, because I'm 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 looking at the you know the 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 rest of the 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 month of August, and it's just our division, and then the Yankees. So we play three with the Marlins, fourth and a rough schedule. Phillies, then the Marlins again for four games, and they're gonna be here, and we can't go. Really upset about that. Then we got the the Yankees, then the Marlins, and then the Yankees again. Uh, which, by by the way, uh, just keep keep it a little bit different. Obviously, this year, uh, August twenty eighth is Jackie Robinson Day. This year, everybody's gonna wear forty two there. Um, but so, okay, so getting back to uh, this year, the Marlins and then the Nationals will be the games that will happen before our next show, which is probably gonna be next Thursday because that's a one ten start. So we can do kind of like the same thing as we did this week. Um, so seven game stretch. Let's talk about the Marlins series first. Um, you know, who, who I want to sweep these guys. <laughs> I want to sweep. They're, look, they're looking tough. They're, they're five and one. The kids are looking tough. It's yeah. six games. Who knows? Uh, could be a load of crap, but they're looking tough. They're looking like that young, hungry, scrappy team. Hungry. That is just tired of being told they suck. So who it's not going to be easy. Who have they played? They played the Phillies, then they played the Yankees, I believe. Yeah. God, no, they didn't play the Yankees yet. They didn't play the Yankees. I thought they played the Nets. Maybe the Nets. The Nats. Maybe the it was Nats. definitely the Phillies because the Phillies were pissed. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon made that known that he was pissed up off at the Marlins because they, when, when well, the Marlins yeah, did whatever they did with the COVID stuff, you're not impacting just yourselves. That's really selfish. I went on a rant last week. Keith went on a rant last week. Let's not beat a dead seal. <laughs> no, beat a baby seal. Right. Oh, I said dead seal. If the seal is better, you beating it. It's not hold that much. If you yeah, but that's seal, better. If you beat a dead seal, it's better, right? Not a baby seal. No, 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 no. no. Morally, it may be better, but a baby seal is disgusting, no, and you want to be like disgusting. Baby seal. What are you doing with the baby seal? All right. Well, the, I don't know what's wrong with baby seal. Eating it. The Marlins have played. Uh, the Marlins have played the uh, the Phillies. They're playing the Orioles. Who, well, I, I really, I, I, you know, Kyle said this. Um, Kyle said 
uh, you know, that the Orioles, I think he actually chose the Orioles to get somehow make the playoffs. I told him that they were not going to win 10 games. And then, you know, they, they, they beat the Yankees. <laughs> I think they beat the Yankees once, um, maybe potentially. Tim, don't yell at me if I'm wrong on that. Uh, but they, they are halfway to the 10 mark that I thought. So I upped that a little bit. He, you know, he seems to think he's in the twenties, but this is the, you know, a five and six Baltimore Orioles versus a, it's, it's weird. Every, all these teams have played 13 games. The Marlins have played six. Uh, and now the Cardinals are going to be behind too. Um, so let's, let's go round Robin real quick. Uh, Keith, what, what do you, what are your thoughts on this series? How, how many do we take? Um, I would like to take two. I think we're going to take two out of three. Okay. Mr. Rodriguez. Waka? Who, who's pitching for us? Waka? Porcello. It's going to be – no, Porcello pitched oh, yesterday. Uh, Waka. Right. Uh, it's going to be uh, Peterson. Peterson. And then it's going to be Cy. Oh, definitely two out of – I'm thinking three. We're taking all three. I would love that. I will give you a socially distance, safe hug and kiss for that. <laughs> I am going to agree with my good buddy, Mr. Rodriguez, and I'm going to say we we sweep in their asses. All right. We All right. sweep them. I agree. And, Look, and on Sunday, after the Sunday game, when I put it in the books, after every Mets win, which you guys are seeing – we're going to say how sweet it is, baby. If Pete comes around, a player like him, if he gets hot, makes that whole lineup stronger. If he if he is truly coming around, we may sweep. I'm just going to say two out of three to be safe because I'm tired of being over-enthusiastic. Dominic getting... Smith needs more playing time. Agreed. He's a yes, he hitter. It's a yeah, he, he, he's, he's, he's good. I mean, uh, you know um, – I, I, you know, j- just keep it up there. Uh, and then, so that, that takes us through this, the weekend. Uh, and then we start a four game set up at city field, uh, New Marlins at city field also uh, against the Nats. Um, doesn't look like Strasburg is going to pitch. Although that, you know, that, that could change. He's got that nerve thing going on in his wrist. Uh, Scherzer has a hamstring situation going on. Not sure if he is going to go to the IL or, or not. Um, but that that team is kind of just beat up. They just got you know, they got their best player back yesterday uh, after he was dealing with the COVID situation. Um, but it you know from a pitching perspective and from a hey we just lost uh, Rendon uh, over the off season that 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 team's looking a little little beat up. Uh, but I'm not going to count out the Nats because you know they, they lost their best player prior to last year and then the world won the World Series. Uh, so that's a, that's a four game set uh, in City Field. This time, let's start with Rodriguez. Four game set, Nat. So you, you're thinking it's going to be Mats, Porcello, Waka, and Peterson. I think we'll split it. Uh, even even though here's my problem. Even though their pitching is might not be there for them, um, their hitting's going to be because I I think Soto will be a little bit better. Um, he will. Howie Kendrick has been solid for them. He's he's been hitting really well. Uh, the the guy they got tamed, they got him at first base. He's like a muscle, like freaking Hulk over there. That guy, Eric Eric Thames. I think he's a home run hitter. James, but yeah. They, um, they have a solid hitting team, and I I don't think I I I'm not a hundred percent sure on our pitching yet. Maybe another go around. I can 
predict a little better, but I, I think definitely we go 500 against them. That's why I want that sweep from the Marlins so we could have yeah. a successful uh, few couple of series there. Yeah, and and hopefully even the losses, hopefully, you know, it, if, if even if it's a loss, if you get that crisp game being played and, you know, the bullpen is pretty solid and you lose a game two to one, yeah, it hurts, but – it's no. better than you know the bullpen giving up six runs in the you know eighth and ninth inning. Uh, my thought on this, I gonna agree with you again, Rodriguez. Uh, we're gonna split this series, I think. Um, and <laughs> I know. Uh, and if Porcello, uh, you know, continues to to pitch the way we just saw him pitch, you know that th- that that could take the you know the Mets into the to the next gear. Um, uh, you know, and then you bring back Stroman, which is gonna be a a, a huge boost there. Um, so that, that, that's my thought. So I, I, I think we go five and two on this homestand Keith. I think we're going to, we're going to take uh three out of four. Uh, I think the really think the nationals are suspect right now. I think their offense is taking a serious hit with the loss of some major free agents, uh, some injuries. Uh, I think their pitching also has taken a major hit with Strasburg out and Scherzer apparently hurt. Uh, I don't think he's going to miss any games, but I think he's going to play a little hurt, which may take a little away from him. Although he does seem to be inhuman sometimes, uh, I have to imagine it's going to affect. Yeah, I have to it's imagine he's going to be affected in one way or another. And I think the Mets are going to turn around, and take three out of four from them. We showed that we can uh, beat them, uh, even the game we lost to them. Unfortunately, um, we show we can beat them, and we're taking three out of four. Uh, so although we're taking different paths, I do think um, we're going to go. Five wins in his homestand as well. Five and two. Yeah. All right. Uh, just real quick, uh, l- let me plug uh, Sterling's Paradise. Uh, before I forget, uh, Sterling Paradise serving the most authentic Haitian food in South Florida. Um, Check it out. It's it, yeah, they're, they're located at three sixty uh, South Th- State Road Seven. That's up in Margate, down here in South Florida. Uh, griot, fried turkey, many different options. They they got a breakfast, they got a lunch, they got a dinner. Uh, so any time of day that you're ready to eat, that's where to go. Um, I believe you can now find them on Uber Eats and all those uh, good things they deliver. It's, it's, it's really good food. Um, lunch specials, uh, Monday and Thursday, Tasso Turkey and Griot or Griot. I don't want to say you're getting both for nine bucks. And believe me, guys, it's worth it. It's tremendous, really good, very flavorful. Um, and just, you know, all, all around great spot. Uh, and as Rodriguez mentioned a few weeks ago, the owner likes the Mets. So what else, what else, can, what else do you want in a, in a, in a place? Go. Gotta go. Come on, people. Yeah. Um, one other thing. And then I want to mention one more, uh, real quick topic and then we'll wrap this bad boy up. I just want to say um, real quick before you do that. I'm very disappointed yeah. in myself that I didn't try to mouth your words. While the focus is on me, but your voice is being heard. <laughs> yes. I, I lost that, that opportunity. I'm disappointing myself. Failure on Laris. That's all right. Everybody's allowed an off day. Um, <laughs> look, uh, immediately following this show, if you're in the Cine Sports Talk group, it's going to be uh, the Jader and Kyle show. They're going to be talking about uh, some of the news that's been hitting. Mulan is going to be on Disney Plus. It's going to be for thirty bucks for a rental. Will you pay for that? Uh, you got you know, family, whatnot, and uh, it just uh, comes out a little bit cheaper. <laughs> it had you not go to the movie theater, which we can't. 
This is perfect. I, I really like this. Um, so uh, they're also going to be talking about the Paul Rudd movie. I love you, man. I'm a huge fan of Paul Rudd. He's 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 pretty good. Uh, so that's what's going to go on. And then uh, the Empire 161 show, the the Yankee show that's on the network now, uh, is going to go live Saturday morning before the show. I think they have a doubleheader that game that day. Uh, seven inning doubleheader is what we're looking at right now. Uh, so I believe that they're going on at 11:30 a.m. as kind of a pregame show. Uh, so. That, that wraps it up for, for that. I did want to mention one thing. Uh, Anthony DeComo does this thing on on uh, through Twitter and the mailbag type thing. Um, and then he answers the question. One one thing that I just thought was absolutely ridiculous. And, and you guys, I wanted to let you guys know. And you guys find it equally as ridiculous. Somebody tweeted at him saying, when Ahmed Rosario comes back, what's the most likely plan for him and Andres Jimenez? Who plays up. who plays shortstop? Why on in the world would you think that Ahmed Rosario is gonna lose shortstop and you move Rosario around? No, 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 no. Rosario is our shortstop. We talked about this last year. Maybe we're gonna move him to center field, and that was with his struggles. He has corrected those, he's not making the errors that he did uh in the first half of last year, which oh, was a well, disaster. Let me tell you something. Andres Jimenez is has played very well. But Rojas is going to find his spots, second base, third base, bench. You know, he's not going to play every single day. So when he comes back, Rosario's our shortstop. Without Cano, without Cano, without Cespedes in the lineup, Cano's going to fall kind of into that DH role um, slash second baseman. And Jimenez is going to find his playing time there. That's Especially now, uh, Rodriguez, what do you, do you think? I, I know we, we talked about this with the with DH for, uh, for, for Cano. Um, do you think that even pushes it more extreme that where he's going to be playing many more games at DH than second base now that he has been injured? Oh, absolutely. Uh, it, it's it's writing on the wall right there. Ba- basically, you just gave up your second base defensive position for the year by getting hurt. Uh, what you're going to do, Cano, is you're going to come in at DH and you're going to hit 340. You're going to be nice and relaxed. Smacking the ball around with all that experience, and you still have some decent bat speed, and you know what to do. And then uh, what's going to happen is uh, Kid Jimenez is going to take second base. He's going to share it with Dozier. You know, Dozier's a righty. The kid's a lefty. So they'll probably do that. I mean, that's what I would do. That's what I would do. Of course, I let Cano play a couple of times, too. And maybe once or twice a week he gets to play on the field. The kid takes the uh, the other the other uh, reps, and Dozier comes in once a week for or twice for a lefty, and then you're done. And that that that's it. There we go. All right. Uh, so let, let's let's get this bad boy wrapped up. Put a big blue and orange ribbon on it. I haven't said that in a long time. Um, look, the Mets are off today. It's a day for all of us fans to knock the stress out, take a deep breath. Think about these last three games that we've played a little bit better, a little bit more crisp just for the last one. Uh, and now we we get to take on the Marlins here. Uh, let's do a round robin as we always do. Any closing thoughts? Mr. Laris reporting live from the Mets clubhouse. Fuck it, Cespedes. I know I gave yes. you some excuses. I know I gave you some excuses, but you know what, Cespedes? You're a little. Yep. Beep. I muted that out. But that's what you are. Why? 
I'm going to run in the middle of the night. I'm going to clean out my room and run home like a little girl and mommy and daddy and get some hugs. Get over it. Be a man. Own your shit stuff. Own your sugar. Did I shit, say shit, Did I, shit is okay. fine. Own it. And and grow up, bro. Fuckata, fuckata, fuckata. And know what? Double fuckata. Marlins and Nats and Braves and Yankees. Sorry, Tim. Fuckata, all you motherfuckatas. Boom. Wow. Thoughts are. Chad, can I just say that when you did the boom fuckata, you got close enough to that your eyes. It, it yes, and it was just like the, there was like fire in your eyes. Rewatch that. I was when, feeling when, it. When I was can. feeling it. I was feeling it. That was and we're going to win five games out of the next seven. We're going to come back, and the Braves will come with you. We'll come with you, crap, Latin, crappy mother. I had to bleep that out because I said a lot of crap. <laughs> in there. Rodriguez, he of the really nice hat. Any closing thoughts for today? Oh, man. Listen, like we say every week, everyone, take care of yourselves. Wear your mask. Stay safe. Let's go, Mets. We're gonna turn this around. It's five and eight. We're gonna make the playoffs. They're expanded. We got lucky. We're gonna be. We're gonna be great. Next week, we'll be really happy. I promise. Or else, Farachi will dunk his head in the face. <laughs> yep. Wait, 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 before or after somebody's been in there. <laughs> mask I'll take before. Putos. All right. <laughs> All right, uh, you know, just real quick, uh, some thoughts. Uh, definitely stay safe out there. Wear your mask out there. Uh, don't spread for just for the sake of spreading. Um, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> hey, hey, yo, forget about it. Uh, watch Kyle and Jader coming up at eight thirty. Um, just be believe in this team. Uh, five, five and eight, I get it, but. The last three games are starting to turn it around. Uh, the, the bullpen's starting to look better. The hitting's starting to come around a little bit. Starting pitching is there. Porcello looked great. Get you know, Think about those positives on the day off. And then here comes Fry. We're still in the mix. Out. Right in there, buddy. We're still in the mix. Absolutely. Um, that'll Thank do you. it for us for this week. We appreciate it. Producer Joe, shout out to you. I'm hands-free today. It was a great experience. Actually, really appreciate it. Great job, bro. Did a great job today, uh, and, and it'll only get better. Um, for myself, for Keith, for Rodriguez, for Whammy Joe, Producer Joe, everybody who commented, we appreciate that also. Keep them coming, and we will talk to you guys next week, next Thursday, hopefully after a 5-2 and two homestand. Peace out, everybody. Stay frozen. <laughs>